Hi, I'm Nick Perkett. Hi, I'm Chaz Mostert, and you're listening to Inside Supercars. From the racetracks across Australia, and here's Inside Supercars. It's Friday morning and Red Bull have locked out the pole positions in the first two qualifying sessions on Thursday at the Australian Formula 1 Grand Prix. For Jamie Wincup though, it wasn't all smooth sailing. He rolled his ankle and also hit the wall in the first qualifying session. I uh, just rolled it. Trying to, I was running late for driver's briefing and come out of the truck and rolled it. It's pretty bad actually, but... Um, I was happy to get through today and then we'll give it some treatment tomorrow. No, yeah, it's sore but didn't affect the lap time at all, which is good. So lucky, very lucky. Were, yeah. you, were you concerned when you hit the wall at turn 10 on the first run? Um, I was concerned turning into the next corner that uh, that I had had damage. I didn't know whether the tyre was down or there was damage, but uh, I turned in and hooked up all right. So I got through the lap. I uh, had massive vibration after that. Uh, so I was praying it was just the rim, which it was. We put the second set of tyres on for Q2 and uh, the car was nice and straight. Happy days. So, um, yeah, little small get out of jail free card after that one. Wing Cup said he's been impressed with the way the engineering department has gone through and improved the cars in 2020. Clearly the cars are good. Yeah. You know, clearly, um, feel like their cars are as even as they have been across the field, which is nice. And uh, the engineers have done a really good job behind the scenes in the last three months to, to improve our car speed. Um, yeah, you can't you can't put it you can't put it just on one factor. You know, we're very grateful to have a, a technical director for the first time in a long time. But it's not just him. You know, we've got some uh, really good depth with all our engineering staff, and they're all uh, they're all working. Shane said it's only early days, you know, and I get too carried away, but um, clearly the work they've done over the break has been good to, um, to, have, to have some success so far this year. For Shane Van Gisbergen, he saw his teammate do a long run on the softs in practice, and that has really sparked his interest in the strategy for the races this weekend. It's quite big, really. You'll see the lap times. Um, it's like two seconds, two and a half seconds. But Jamie's run went off about two seconds in the session this morning, or the afternoon, the hot session. So, yeah, it might equal out, but really you'll only do two or three laps on the hard and sit out. So it'll be a tough one. The, I think the fastest way is to start on the soft, but it's huge risk if the safety car comes out. So, yeah, I think you'll see the first session, first race maybe half and half, and then it'll end, everyone end up doing the same as they normally do. But it's pretty exciting having to think about this stuff again and, you know, if the soft is going to go off, or, you know, it's cool to have all these differences, yeah. The four qualifying sessions are a real one-lap shootout. Jamie Winkup spoke about how there isn't much time to tune the car up. Change the, dramatically change the geometry, but you still still enough time to change springs and tyre pressures and things like that. Yep. So yeah. everyone's tuning as we go. Yep. Um, and, but then overnight, you can do you can take a bigger swing as you like, yeah. like, like usual. Yeah, but there's still, still plenty of tuning going on, which is what the sport is. Uh, yeah. Traditionally, it's been critical to start off the pole at the Australian Grand Prix events. Shane Van Gisbergen thinks things might change this year. Well, it might with the tyres. Hopefully the racing's better this year. Hopefully the deck happens. Weather's pretty hot. Hopefully it stays hot and that makes the racing good. And last year was so spread out because of the cars. Hopefully this year's 
closer, you know, so hopefully it makes good racing with the strategy differences. And what does the Giz think about the aero package on the Melbourne circuit? Well, 10% that they took off is what we started last year with. So our cars feel the same, but the Mustang guys were all saying they've lost a bit of Adelaide, but in turn eight and first corner, our cars are just as fast as last year. So they've only balanced the cars back to what they should have been. And for our regular Macaulay Jones, he hit the wall after a brake failure on the Albert Park circuit. It's the second time in three years that Brad Jones Racing has had brake problems and hopefully it's not a sign of things to come on the weekend. So up next, Macaulay Jones, Thought of the Week. Hi, I'm Macaulay Jones and this is my Thought of the Week. The people you meet along life's way. Motorsport has linked me to many things in life outside of the sport. I've had opportunities to meet loads of new people from all different walks of life, such as Aussie actors, musicians, Olympic gold medalists, authors, business owners, uh, to, to well, pretty much everything. This week, I had the opportunity not only to meet, but do some driver training with Nigel Olsen, the drummer that plays alongside Elton John. The people he has met, the stories and the memories he would have are insane. Nigel is a very interesting guy who has always been playing the drums with Elton John since 1968. Talk about dedication and having passion. But he also loves motorsport and follows the, the supercar series with intent. His success and work within the, the music industry has opened doors for him to access opportunities in his other interests outside his own work. To me, it's hard to believe the connections I've had from racing cars and being around motorsport my whole life. I've been very lucky to do celebrity driver training for the Australian Grand Prix Corps and travelled half the world with an FIA scholarship academy, meeting some elite drivers and athletes to learn along the way. Hopefully these opportunities continue and I can learn from many more people along the way and share some of the knowledge and experiences that I've had. Nigel was touring with Elton John on their what uh, farewell Yellow Brick Road tour. Did you get to go to one yeah. of the concerts? No, I didn't get to go to one of the concerts yet. Um, it was, it's been a pretty hectic start of the year for me. I've uh, been travelling a fair bit and, and just keep kicking into the swing of things. But um, I mean, it's probably not my genre, but I think the concert would be insane. He's done over 3,500 concerts with Elton John over his life. I mean, that, the places you've been and, and whatnot would be absolutely crazy. And it's a lot like motor racing, isn't it? The crowd's there, yeah, and mean, there's one shot yeah. to impress those people. Yeah, and you know what? It's even the crew that comes through. I mean, he, he was talking about how many people. He has nearly 50 people just travelling around with him, setting up the equipment and, and making sure it's all right, and they have 25 trucks going to a concert. And if they have two concerts, like one, one in Sydney and then the next one in Brisbane the next night, he, they have 50 trucks total. There's 25 going to each event just to set up just before they get there. I mean, it's, I think his, I think his, um, his schedule and, and his, oh man, his, his crew would be absolutely crazy. I think it's, you know, he wouldn't even know what country he's going to be in, in in the next two days, you know. What about when he drove the car? What did he say to you about what that car was like, a supercar, compared to the other driving he's done? Yeah, I mean, he's mostly done a lot of GT stuff and like Ferrari kind of um, challenges and, and whatnot. So I think what surprised him the most, I think, was the grip. I think he, I think, ten, people tend to have this um, 
this perception that the supercars is just something that slides around. They've got way too much power for the amount of grip they've got. But that tends to be the thing that surprises the most people and, and the amount of grip you have on the braking even. You know, everyone, I think everyone thinks they just have no grip and a heap of grunt and they just wheel spin and, and you know, pretty much handle like a dog. But, um, yeah, that, that was his biggest surprise is how, how hard you could actually quite push the tyre. Now, you mentioned about working with the Australian Grand Prix Corporation and there has been some famous examples of celebrity races gone wrong, but it seems oh, yeah. like every couple of years they get a person who hasn't even got a driver's licence. They haven't even learnt to drive a car. Have you, have you had that experience where you've actually had to teach yeah. them what the pedals yeah. and, and everything does? Yeah, it was. Um, I, rem- I remember doing that and, and we were all a bit confused about how that was going to work because um they had never driven on the car they didn't they never had driven a road car even and and uh, she was a singer um pretty young i think she was 17 years old so but just she'd never had to have a license she lived in the city and and that was a bit of a wake-up call i think to all of us it was like we really had to change our approach and you know and i think it's very quick to get them uh, overwhelmed with it and, and confident enough that you know, they're jumping in the deep end like no tomorrow. You know, it's, um, it was it was a, an experience that's for sure. But uh, it goes to show you like how much how much you really need to think about how you teach someone and and you know going from absolute ground zero to try and build them up to be able to at least be confident enough to race, even if it is in a road car. So if this motor racing thing doesn't work out for you, Macca's learned to drive in Albury could be a, a future. Oh yeah burgeoning business <laughs> I'm not too sure about that I think I'll uh, I think I'll stick to some sort of motorsport <laughs> thanks very much Macaulay Jones look forward to your thought of the week next week awesome thank you well that's it for another week of Inside Supercars next week we'll be giving you a wrap up of what happened around supercars and all the other motor racing around the track at Albert Park so thanks it from me and good night from him Inside Supercars is produced by Thunder Media. Tune in next week for more at sportradio.com.au or lock in the podcast on your iTunes or mobile device. Search Inside Supercars. The views expressed on Inside Supercars, including the panellists and guests, do not reflect the views of the network, Thunder Media or Sport Radio. Any publication or rebroadcast of the show without the expressed written permission of Thunder Media is strictly prohibited.